Alright guys, it's Bummer episode number two. It's uh, it's the Zero Stars podcast. If I sound tired of this, it's because I am, but you know. Senior project grade is a senior project grade, so moving on. Uh, this podcast, this episode, is uh, going to be a little shorter than the rest, because there isn't really much to talk about. This movie doesn't really have much plot, it's just more... Uh, artistic media, I guess you'd call it. I, I don't know. There's plot points, but there's no real plot. It's just this kid making a movie. So, welcome to the Archie's Final Project episode of this podcast. Um, I'm putting this movie in here because I've seen it like three times, and it uh, kind of resonated with me when I watched it, I guess. I, uh, I think this movie... I don't know, I mean, the kid's final project at school is a movie, so, you know, me and him are, like, <laughs> the same, I guess. But, uh, he decides that for his movie, he wants to kill himself at the end of it, so that is where we differ. Um, yeah, so, we'll, uh, we'll get into the no-plot of the movie. We'll talk about my thoughts, the message, and the... There wasn't really an impact, because I don't know anybody who's seen this movie, and everybody I've told to watch it says it's shit. So, I'm not going to do an impact for this movie, because I don't think there was one. But I'll talk about the impact it had on me, I guess. Uh, but to make this episode a little longer, I'll give you the old plot of the movie that I was going to make for my final project. So, you know, it's like, it's like little, little fun facts. Uh, yeah, so we'll, we'll start with the beginning of the movie, which is just... Uh, this kid at school and he's monologuing and he carries around a film camera he's a nerd he's kind of a loser and he's in his film class and the teacher is like all right everybody we have one last film project left we got our final so what what is everybody making their movies on everyone's like oh i want to do it on uh i want to do it on uh earth and science and stuff and he comes over to archie and archie's recording everything because that's what he does and Archie's like, for my final project, I'm going to kill myself on camera. And everyone's like, oh. <laughs> and he's like, Archie, you can't say that. Turn turn the camera off. And he tries taking his camera, and he's like, ah, get off me. So uh, that's the first, like, real scene of the movie. And then Archie gets, like, sent down to the office for, you know, talking about killing himself. And uh, he kind of, he decides to go on, like, a little mental health journey just to prove that, like, nothing changes. This movie is, like, really messed up in the sense that, like, it, it is not a very positive movie. So anyway, so, the school sends him, they, they tell his parents to send him to the psych ward. So he, uh, he goes home to his little media palace because they have, like, a whole finish off, like, not second house, but, like, like a shed, kind of, like a really big shed that he sleeps in. And it has all of his filming equipment, his computers, his, uh, Mac, all that. And, uh, he gets sent to the psych ward, and the guy at the psych ward is, like, trying to talk to this kid and have, like, a real conversation, and he just keeps calling him a pussy. <laughs> and he, he's, like, making fun of this guy, and he just keeps saying it over and over again. And he has his camera in there, and he's recording, and the guy just gets so fed up with him that he writes him a note to just discharge him. And he put that in there as, like, proof that the mental health system is, like, severely flawed. And he got out. And then he had to start seeing a therapist, because, you know, he was in the psych ward. And his therapist is, like, this, like, older... I don't know if he's Indian, but, like, this, like... 
dude with an Indian accent, and he's, um, he's, like, talking to him about his movies and stuff, and he kind of gets through to him, and Archie kind of likes the guy, and he does, like, this whole animated sequence with him and the guy, and it's, like, a Matrix reference, and this whole movie is just movie references, and it takes place in 2009, so it's very, uh, me, I guess, uh, I don't know. I'm not saying I'm, like, huh, quirky Y2K core, but, like, you know, this kid sits at his computer all day with his little, uh, decorated room and his filming equipment and stuff, and he's just kind of a nerd loser that likes movies, and that is so me, and me and him pretty much have the same wardrobe, too, so, you know, as I said, I resonate with this movie a little bit. Uh, the kid's kind of an asshole, but once again, I'm kind of an asshole, so, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's the movie, guys, but anyway... So, him and his therapist are, like, talking. It's, like, artistic, whatever. And then there's a scene of him in his room, and he has a gun in his mouth and a gun to his head, and he's just, like, screaming at the camera. And clearly, this kid is going through some, uh, some stuff. Uh, you know, severe mental illness, perhaps. <laughs> but, uh, the word gets around after he gets back from the psych ward at school, and there's this chick, uh, Sierra Silver, I think is her name, and she is, like, the hottest chick at school. And she's, like, pretty normal to him. At, at least that's what it looks like. And she comes up to him, and she's like, Hey, stalker. And he's like, um, hi. And she's like, I want to be a part of your movie. And he's like, what do you want to do? And she's like, I just want to be part of it. And he's like, okay. So he arranges for them to meet at the roof, and he's hiding up there, and he's got a little sticky note trail that she's following. And then she gets up there with a camcorder, and she's recording him, and he's recording her, and she's pretty much interviewing him, like, why do you want to kill yourself? And he's like, I don't know, the world sucks. And she's like, alright, and then he's like, alright, I'm gonna ask you a question. She's like, ah, that's not what this is about. And he's like, well, I'm gonna ask you a question. Why do you want to be a part of my movie? And she's like, I don't know. And, uh, they start getting, um, what's the word, intimate with each other, I guess. And, uh, she shows him a whole new world, and he's like, wow, you know what? I got laid. Maybe I shouldn't kill myself. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's not a joke. Um, so, he, uh, he sees the light, <laughs> and, uh, she doesn't, and she starts getting serious with him, and she's like, hey, listen, I'm doing this project because my brother killed himself, and my parents refused to acknowledge it. And he was a star athlete, and he had everything, but he decided to kill himself, and he got himself into a purposeful, like, car accident. And, uh, you know, I just wanted to tell you. And Archie's like, oh, damn, that, uh, that sucks. She's like, screw you, Archie. So she, like, runs off. And then he continues making his movie without her, and he's like, haha, suicide, guys, am I right? Artistic media, woo, flashing screens, colors, woo, editing... This whole movie is pretty much just like an art dump with teen angst and no plot in between. But, uh, yeah, so we carry on. He's at a party with Sierra because he doesn't go to parties because he's a loser. So she takes him to one. And one of his friends, Corey, is there because he's interviewing everybody about suicide at school. And they're like, suicide is a permanent answer to a temporary problem. And, you know, stuff like that. And then this guy, Corey, is like, you know what? Honestly, man, I say just do it. Like, if you're going to kill yourself on camera and you're really committed to it, then do it, man. So, him and this guy Corey are at this party, and Corey runs off into the woods with uh, Archie's camera while Archie's like drunk, and he's like uh, filming his suicide note, pretty much, and Archie doesn't find it until a day later, and that day, 
after he, you know, finds it on his camera, they go into gym class for his period, and he is hanging from the basketball hoop. So, uh, <laughs> told you this was going to be a dark episode. You know, this is like worse than perks of being a wallflower. So this kid is, uh, hanging from the basketball hoop. And his other buddy, I forget the guy's name, but his other buddy's running in there like, Cut him down! Get him down! What the hell? Why is everybody just watching? Get this kid down! And, uh, nobody's doing anything, and the teachers are filing out, uh, all the kids. And they all go outside, and Sierra's having a meltdown, and she's, like, freaking out and crying. And she goes into her car, and Archie follows her, and he's like, Sierra, calm down, please. And she's like, Someone died because of us, Archie! Someone died because you're stupid project! How could you do this? And then, uh... He gets in the passenger seat with her, and, um, she starts doing, like, 80, near a guardrail, and he's like, hey, chill out. And she's like, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna kill myself, and he's like, listen, chill out, stop. So, uh, that's the whole scene, and then he goes home, and he doesn't talk to her for a while, and, uh, he's really lost in life. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention, she also self-harms, and there's a scene where she takes out her little neat box of razor blades, because, you know, she's still rich and popular. She has to be very classy about her razors. So she, uh, she takes her blades, and while they're doing it, and they're, like, naked, she cuts him, and then she cuts herself in front of him. So that's, that's a whole scene in this movie. But anyway, so, uh, he goes to this guy that he really respects, and she respects him too. He's, like, this poet. And I forget his name, but I'm gonna go look it up right now. Um... The poet is Vargas. That's that's the guy. Uh, Vargas. So, he goes to this guy's house. Because he lives in, like, not the slums, but, like, he has, like, a very... I don't know. So, he goes there, and he's like, Hey, you know, I really admire your work. Can I take my camera in? And he's like, No, get get that technology out of here. I don't do that shit. I don't, I don't do interviews. So, he's talking to this guy, and he's like, I really don't know what to do. You know, I wanted to kill myself on camera. You know, you're a really talented filmmaker and a poet, and I, I just really respect you. And he's having a conversation with this guy, and all the while, he doesn't have his technology. And Sierra's blowing up his phone, because she's going to kill herself. And she's calling him, like, 800 times and leaving him voicemails and all that. And, uh, he's in there talking to Vargas, and then Vargas lets him record a little snippet after they, like, walk and talk. And he makes, like, a poem for Sierra. And, um, he gets back in his car, and he has, like, a gun in the passenger seat, because he was gonna, like, you know, kill himself, because his movie is nearing an end. And he throws out the gun, and then he picks up his phone, and Sierra she left all those messages, and she's like, I'm gonna kill myself, I'm gonna do it, I ate, like, 200 sleeping pills, too. and, oh, I, I said, oops, I said the F word, haha, <laughs> um, I should probably cut that out later, I'm gonna cut that out later, but if you're hearing this, I said the F word, my bad, <laughs> so, um, yeah, let me, let me do that while the spike is still large, hold on, I'll be back, okay, I'm back, it's been dealt with, I, I fixed it, everybody, so, so, uh, anyway, uh, so he rushes to Sierra's house, and he breaks into her classy, white, rich home, and, uh, he gets up there, and he starts trying to save her, and he calls the cops, and then his, uh, her mom walks in, and her dad walks in, and they're like, what did you do to our daughter? What's wrong with you? You made her kill herself. This is your fault. Ah! And he's like, your son killed himself. You guys are terrible parents. And they're like, oh! 
how could you say that? And then they start having a meltdown because, you know, this whole movie's about terrible parents. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention the, the part where uh, Archie's mom and dad get into a fight and call him an abortion. Uh, anyway, uh, moving on. So, uh, they save her. They manage to resuscitate her. She doesn't go to the psych ward because her parents won't let her, so that's, that's uh, good. You know, we love getting our children help. And, um... The movie ends with uh, him and Sierra, like, watching that poem that Vargas wrote, and they go to Corey's funeral, and that other kid starts yelling at Archie, because he's like, this is your fault, you killed him, and Archie just kind of takes it, because he's right, and Archie ends the movie with, like, hey, I'm not gonna kill myself, but I made two other people, you know, kill themselves, so yippee, good for me, uh, and then this kid, um... He, he, like, it's not part of his movie, but the prologue or whatever, like, the aftermath is that Sierra dumps him and gets, like, a hot, normal boyfriend uh, that she met on, like, Facebook or something. And that was that. And that's how the movie ends. And it's just pretty much Archie being like, haha, I'm still a loser, guys. Still a nerd, but I don't want to die anymore. So that's, yep. And that's the whole movie. And I'm not saying it's a bad movie, but, you know, uh, my friends think it's bad. Uh, I just like it because, like, haha, film nerd with mental illness, but, I, I mean, I feel like now that I'm saying it out loud, this movie is kind of stupid. Uh, the fact that there's no plot and it only took 13 minutes to summarize it is kind of, uh, you know, but artistically speaking, from a filmmaker's perspective, it has really cool, uh, camera tricks and, you know, references to movies and, um, editing and all that, but, uh... Now that I'm doing a podcast, you know, <laughs> that ain't me. I, I don't even know what I'm, a movie, what's that? <laughs> Filming. <laughs> is that some kind of sauce? <laughs> anyway, so uh, since this is only 13 minutes long, I'll, uh, I'll talk about the, the message now. I think the message of this movie for the four people that watched it, because nobody knows what the hell this movie is, um, I, I'd say maybe don't kill yourself for a school project <laughs> I, I don't I don't know I didn't I think the message is that like I, I don't I, don't be quirky and decide to kill yourself because other people will kill themselves too you know don't have like a cult like mindset and like don't give yourself an audience if you're gonna do something stupid like if you're gonna kill yourself don't broadcast it to the world so then all the other mentally ill people get ideas because that's kind of how movies work you see a movie, and you get influenced by it, and then you do it. And I, uh, I think that was like an example, within an example, of a movie that a kid was making about killing himself that made another kid kill himself in a movie about killing yourself. So, I, I just, I think the message is like, you know, be careful with your tools, because movies are instruments, and not all instruments sound good, I guess. I don't, I don't know, have you ever... Have you ever heard of harmonica? No offense to the harmonica, but, you know, don't really dig it. So, that's the message. My thoughts on the movie, I already kind of talked about it. You know, I liked it for a while. I don't know, now that I'm kind of saying it out loud, it's kind of shit. But, um, yeah, the impact that this movie had is that the four people who watched it probably killed themselves. I don't know, nobody's seen this movie. I've, I've asked everybody I know about it. Nobody has seen this. Uh, I found my copy for 99 cents at the video store that I used to work at, because I used to work at FYE, and uh, one day I was scrolling through the shelves and they had a copy for 99 cents, so I guess that proves how uh, good of a movie it is and how popular it is. 
Um, yeah, so now to make this not 15 minutes long, because most of them are 25, I'll talk about the movie that I wanted to film. I'll have my little Archie moment. So uh, my movie was supposed to be about these two kids, but it starts off with one kid, and this kid, hear me out, totally isn't me. This guy isn't me. I don't have a problem, and I don't write about myself in movies. So anyway, so this guy, who is totally a guy and cool and definitely a guy, um, <laughs> uh, he uh, is in 2022, and he hates his life. He has a really shitty mom. As I said, this guy isn't me. It's not me. So, <laughs> moving on. So this guy... Uh, he hates his home life, and it's his 18th birthday in October, which, I mean, my birthday's in March, so this guy isn't me, but anyway, so, he, uh, he goes home on the day of his birthday, he just failed a math quiz, he doesn't care, he skates home, and he gets home, and the kitchen and living room are decorated in a very, um, lower income way, I guess, you know, like, Walmart banners that are just scotch taped to the kitchen cabinets, and, uh, mouth-blown-up balloons that are taped to the ceiling. You know, the way my mom used to decorate my parties. But this kid isn't me. I already told you, it's not me. So, anyway, um, so this kid gets home, and he goes into his room because his mom isn't home from work yet, so he doesn't care. And he goes into his room, and he just vibes, and he listens to music. And this kid doesn't really like modern technology. Uh, I, I, I wonder, you know, where have I heard that before? So he, uh... He just loafs in his room until his mom gets home, and then his mom gets home, and she's in a terrible mood, and she's like, hey, get out here, and he's like, what, because he didn't hear, and then she starts having a meltdown, she's like, get out here, so he's like, okay, alright, um, because that's how moms are, they'll say something in gibberish that you don't understand, and then you'll say what, and then they'll start having a meltdown on you, because you didn't hear them the first time, <laughs> so anyway, uh, universal experience right there, so, uh, he goes into the kitchen, and his mom lights the poorly hand-frosted, uh, handmade square cake, and, uh, it's in one of those, like, you know, trashy oven tins, and she frosted it while it was still hot, so the frosting is all gross and melted. Uh, I'm not speaking from experience. I've never done this before in my life, so anyway, so, uh, that happens, and she lights the candles, or she goes to anyway, but she's having a meltdown on him, talking about how he's a no-good piece of whatever, and, uh, how his dad left for a reason. Uh, but guys, I have a dad, right? I, everybody, everybody that knows me knows that I have a dad and that he didn't walk out on me. So, uh, anyway, uh, sh he decides to pull a lighter out of his pocket just to be an asshole. And he's like, no, don't worry about it, Ma. I'll light my own candles. You know, I'm a, I'm a big man. I'm, I'm independent. So he lights the candles on his cake. And he's like, hey, you know what? I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll record this too for you just in case, you know. In case you want to look back on this when when you're in a nursing home, so he uh, he gets out his little camcorder and he's like, "All right, happy happy 18th birthday to me!" And then he blows out the candles and he's like, "You know what my birthday wishes, Ma? I wish that I didn't live in this in this shithole with you, and I hate it here, and I wish I lived somewhere where I actually fit in and people cared about me." And then she goes on a rant how he's gonna end up working at McDonald's for the rest of his life and how he's just like his no good father, and uh, he runs off. And he doesn't take anything with him but his camcorder. And he goes off into the woods, and he has, like, this special spot, and he just falls asleep, and he's like, you know what, falling asleep under the stars tonight, I hate my house, I don't care. 
And then he wakes up and he checks his watch and he's like, oh my god, it's time for school. So he runs off and he goes to school. And um, when he gets there, it's a little different. And he's late and he walks into his classroom and it's a totally different teacher, even though it's the right room. So he's like, uh... And the teacher's like, uh, are you gonna sit down? And he's like, uh, yeah, I guess. So he sits down in the only open seat in the back of the room next to this kid. And, uh... He looks over at this kid and he's like writing on his paper and he's like hey man what's the date and he's like dude it's on the board so he looks at the board and it says October something 2002 it says like 02 like 10 dash 10 dash 02 you know and he's like did, did she mess up on the board Is, didn't she mean 22 and he's like dude you smoked something this morning no it's 02 and he was like Whoa. uh friend buddy pal this is uh not, not 2002, it's 2022, and he's like, dude, what are you on? And he's like, oh my god, I time-traveled, oh no, oh god. And this kid is like, dude, what? And the teacher's like, shh, shut up. So, he tells this kid, and he's like, listen man, I don't know your name. And then the kid's like, my name's Adam, and he's like, alright, Adam, listen. I accidentally time-traveled, and I know it sounds stupid, but if you give me a chance to explain, I will explain. And this kid is so intrigued, and he's like, okay, great, let's cut class right now. So, Adam raises his hand, and he's like, uh, excuse me? And the teacher's like, yeah, Adam. And he's like, uh, uh, this kid here has to go to the bathroom, and he doesn't know where it is, because he's new, so can I, uh, show him? And she's like, okay, Adam, just go. So, Adam picks up his backpack to go to the bathroom, and then leaves. And they walk out, and there's, like, this big football kid in this class, and he's like, haha, fags. Once again, I said in the Perks of Being a Wallflower episode, I can say it, I'm gay. I can say the fag word, but anyway. So, uh, so they, they go off and they go outside. And all this kid that Time Traveled has on him is his CD Walkman, his, uh, his headphones, and his camcorder. So, this kid, uh, shows him the CDs and he's like, I don't know if this is any proof. But this is Linkin Park's Meteora. It comes out in 2003. It's 2002. I'm telling you, man. I, I, I know what's going to happen. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, who, who wins the presidency in 2004? And the kid tells him. And he's like, oh, man, that's, like, nuts. And he's like, yeah, dude, I know. And then he's like, why are you using iPod headphones with a CD Walkman? And the kid's like, because iPod headphones don't sound like shit in the future. And the kid's like, okay, fair enough. So they're walking down the street. And... The, uh, Adam, he's like, so dude, where are you gonna sleep? Like, your your mom is like a teenager right now. And he was like, I don't know, I didn't think that far. So the kid's like, alright, listen, I'll let you stay at my house, but we have to, like, make it look bad so that my mom will, like, let you stay there, because she's not just gonna let a bomb into our house. And he was like, okay, fair enough, what do you want me to do? And he was like, I'm gonna have to, like, beat you up, and we're gonna say your dad did it. And he was like, oh, come on, man, isn't there any other way? And he's like, you go in there crying, but I don't know if she's going to believe you. So he's like, all right, fine, go ahead, do it. So he uh, punches his eye out, gives him a black eye, and uh, they go to his house. And uh, Adam's like, uh, Mom, uh, my friend at school today, uh, Jack, because he doesn't know this kid's name, uh, my friend at school today uh, got, got beat really bad by his father this morning. And uh, I was wondering if he could stay with us for a while until, you know, things calm down. Maybe his grandparents will take him in or something. And she's like, oh yeah, that's fine, don't worry. So she runs off, and then uh, they're in the kitchen with like ice. And he's like, really? You had to sock me? And he's like, yeah. 
So they become bros. They just have bro moments. And then a Halloween party's coming up. And they're not invited, but they show up anyway because they thought it'd be funny. And uh, this kid, Adam, is kind of a loser at school. Not like a loser loser, but he doesn't really have many friends and he's just kind of like his own cool little genre of dude. And uh, this kid has a ton of fun in 2002. He's having the time of his life and he's like, hell yeah, I'll go to a Halloween party. So they go to a Halloween party dressed up as Tyler Durden and the narrator because, you know, Fight Club just came out and it was awesome and huge and everybody loved it. So um, they go. And that kid Tom from earlier that was like, haha, gay wads, he's there. And he's like, what are you doing at this party, huh? Who invited you, dork? And then he starts drowning Adam in a bobbing for apples bucket. And uh, then the other kid shows up and he's, hey, he's like, hey, get off my friend, asshole. So this other guy turns around, you know, Tom, and he's like, hey, uh, who do you think you're talking to? And he's like, you. So they get into a fight and uh, the main kid is like, why, why are you so mad about... about two dudes that aren't even gay being gay, huh? You like you like thinking about dudes doing it? And he gets really mad, so he starts beating the bricks off of this kid. And he literally almost beats him unconscious. Like, this kid literally almost gets beat to death. And, um... Adam has to, like, get up and, like, drag him into the car and try to drive him home drunk. And they get home, and they leave the car running with the door open. And he gets him in, and he's like, Dude, you're gonna, like, you almost died back there. And then they have a bro moment. And, uh, he wakes up, and he's, like, kind of see-through, like how Marty was in Back to the Future. And he's like, huh, that ain't, that ain't good. And the mom comes in, and she's like, oh, you don't look good. And he's like, I don't feel good. So she walks out, and she's like, oh, yeah, by the way, you left the car door open, and you left everything unlocked. And Adam's like, yeah, but he got, like, he got, like, beat up, so, like, I had to, like, save him. And she was like, okay, whatever. And, um, the, the main kid is like, hey, you know what? If I'm really fading away, then so what? And he's like, well, what would make you fade away? You didn't, like, beat up your dad or something. And then he was like, huh, what, what, what's Tom's girlfriend's name? And then Adam was like, oh, it's... And then it was, like, his mom's name. And he was like, huh, that, you know what, that makes sense. That was, that was probably my dad. And he was like, what? And he was like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know my dad. And, like, you know, that, that sounds like my mom's name. And my dad dipped when I was born, so that, that you know, that makes sense. And he was like, oh my god, dude, you beat up your dad. And he was like, oh, oh well, too bad. Boo-hoo, so sad. Guess I'll die here. You know, I'd rather die in 2002. I don't care. And the Adam kid is like, dude, the hell, you're not going to die here. I'm not going to let you die. We're sending you back. And he's like, yeah, no, you're not. No. So he runs off, and he runs away to his little spot in the woods. And uh, Adam goes to Walmart and gets, like, a cheap pack of, like, Walmart cupcakes and a candle. And he's like, I'm going to fix this. I'm going to fix it. So he uh, drives off into the woods because he just knows this kid's spot, I guess, because they hang out there. I don't know. I didn't get this far because I never made the movie. But anyway, so uh, they go out there, and uh, this kid's sitting on a rock, and Adam shows up with like a fake, like a hidden cupcake and like candles and a lighter, and he's just like having a talk with him, and he's like, "Listen, man, you can't just die because like you're giving up." And he's like, "Listen, man, you don't understand. I hate it at, at home. I, I can't. I, I want to be in 2002. I want to die here. That would be okay with me." And this kid is like, no, dude, not going to happen. So he lights his candle, and the kid catches on to what he's doing, and he's like, no, and he tries stopping him. And then Adam runs off into his car and locks all the doors, and he's like, I'm sorry, man, I have to do this. And he's like, no, don't do it, please, please don't do it, please. And he blows out the candle, and then this kid wakes up on that rock again, and he's late for school again, but he goes into, like, some 
some store on his way to school and he's like, what, what day is it? And they're like, oh, it's uh, October 10th, 20, 2022. And he's like, Ugh! So he's like in this spot in the woods and he realizes that like, you know, because he, he checks his watch and he sees that it's like October 10th again, even though it was just Halloween. And he starts having a meltdown and he's like freaking out and like crying and like, you know, having a meltdown. And he goes home, but before he goes home, he's like, wait a second, let me just, you know, check his address just in case he's an adult and then we can be like bros again because he'll remember me. So he goes to this kid's house and he knocks on the door and a kid that looks literally exactly like Adam answers the door and he's like, dude, you haven't aged a day. And this kid's like, who are you? And he was like, Adam, it's me, you know, the, the guy, the, the time traveler. And he's like... Adam was my dad. Who the hell are you? And he was like, oh, well, is your dad home then? And he was like, my dad killed himself in 2008 because of the recession. And he was like, oh, oh, okay. So, so you're his son then? And he was like, yeah. And he was like, all right, my bad. Sorry, sorry for bothering you, bro. And then he walks away. And the kid's like, wait, you knew my dad? And he was like, it's a long story, but yeah. And he's like, well, can you tell me about him? And he was like, yeah, yeah, I, I, sure. So they become bros because uh, he knew his dad, and they both don't have dads, so they trauma bond. And that was the movie. that was, It was supposed to be a great movie, but it never happened because God knows uh, I, I don't have the talent and the budget for that. So if anyone wants to steal my movie idea, go ahead. It's not like I'm ever going to do it. Um, but yeah, I just had to make this episode longer than average because... Archie's final project is really short, and I gotta get this done before Friday, because I want to graduate, so, uh, that was my failed previous project, and that was a really short summary of a really shitty movie, so, I'm done with the sad movies, guys, I'm, I'm doing a funny one next, or maybe a horror movie or something, I, I don't know, but I'll, I'll figure it out, this is, uh, what, podcast, uh, six or seven of, of ten, so I'm getting there. I'm figuring it out. I'll, I'll figure it out. So, uh, yeah, this is going on too long. It's been 30 minutes. I don't know what song I'm going to put behind this. I'll probably just put a full album that I like. So, we'll find out. See ya. Hey again. If you're hearing this, I, uh, I decided to put in Meteora because it's an awesome album, and I talked about it once in this podcast. So, uh, yeah, enjoy the Linkin Park. You can pretty much hear the whole thing because it's 36 minutes long, and this is 30 and a half. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Okay, bye.